What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Off the Dome Radio. As always, we have another fun one for you today. Tim and I kick things off uh, with some business updates, some quick life updates. I got into some new physical challenges uh, that I'm really enjoying in terms of my physical fitness. So I talk through that. Uh, I go through uh, my past 12 weeks with a relationship coach, uh, all types of relationship coaching. Uh, that was very fascinating, improving my art of communication. Uh, then get into some business updates, career tips. I changed the location of my office. I'm in a new gym right now, so I dive into that briefly. I talk about some different things I'm taking action towards in my business, working on email lists. And then I, in my tips, I go through nutrient and meal timing, specifically towards combat athletes. And I talk about the anabolic window. Then in Book Talk, I'm in Man Uncivilized by Traver Bohm, and it's about being your brother's keeper and who's really got your back. Tim, where do you take us today? Yeah, excellent episode today. I enjoyed getting in into the studio with you here today. A lot, lot of good oh, stuff to take from here. Uh, I give you guys some updates on some things I added on my website, some resources that you guys can go grab, some free free videos on there on uh, career tips and interview prep, resume, kind of all the above. So get into that. And career tips, I talk about how to explain a career change or a job change in an interview. If someone asks you why you left a job, I give you three professional responses that you can use there. Um, and then in the show, talking about brain rules by John Medina, who's a molecular biologist and research consultant. Talks about attention and how things impact us and what grabs our attention. And that, that goes into three things on what you can use for a hook, whether it's an email, a sales pitch, selling yourself in an interview, three things to garner the attention of someone else. So I know you guys are going to love this episode. Here we go. Episode 191. Uh, so we were talking, uh, shout out to our buddy James Cook, Jimmy Cook. Just moved out to Seattle. Yep, just moved to the West Coast. Got a new job. Okay. So, uh, shout out to our friends doing big things. Um, you know, we love to see when they get wins and, and when they're doing what they want to do. And he's just going for it. So, yeah. go shout out to him. Yeah, moving with some, um, moving in with some friends of his from high school. So that'll be a good time. At least still have people he knows in a new city. It's it's hard to make him friends, man. Yeah, especially as adults out of college, it's fucking hard making friends. Yeah, yeah, and we we did a. Uh... We did a uh, an episode too on transitioning from college to a new area mm-hmm. and kind of overcoming some of the some of the feelings of not knowing anybody initially. But yeah, yeah, our, our our boy Jimmy Cook. If you need someone, he has a beautiful, powerful voice. Yeah. So if you ever need someone to like do a voiceover for like a radio commercial or, uh, he's your guy. He's yeah. Done it. Any of that? Uh, the first time I heard him say Kilimanjaro, like from mm-hmm. Halo. I mean, it's it's better than Halo version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you were you were saying we should have him maybe do an intro like yeah golf starter style because we yeah. we were quoting Happy Gilmore earlier. Mm-hmm. Next up, Lafferty Daniel and Gilmore yeah. Happy. That'd be nice, and then a little golf clap. Yeah, the starter for our show. We need, we need someone to introduce. That'd be us a like good that. one. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a perfect. Like idea. right after our musician friend Dan Fusen's intro, mm-hmm. where he just annihilates the the guitar. Then we just kind of soften it up, mm-hmm. tee it up, and away we go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. See, shit happens on the fly. You're seeing yeah, it. There real we time. go. There we go. Good start People to the episode. People are watching and hearing it real yep. time. This yep. is exactly how mm-hmm. it works. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. What's uh, give us some updates? Life of Tim. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, for now? sure. Exciting things going on right now. Um, enjoying the weather while we can. The end of the summer. Mm-hmm. Been outside. 
golfing. I've been challenging myself this summer to do one outdoor workout, one indoor workout a day. Oh wow! I've, I haven't done it every day. I've missed like maybe five days, but this summer I've been Still able to kind of get it both in. But yeah, been getting that in, and that's been fun. And I'm getting obviously getting into pickleball and some outdoor sports, but Most that stuff's going well. World. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's. It's gaining popularity in our age group, I would say. It really for, uh, is. Like, yeah. People getting competitive in pickleball. Yeah, I mean, for, for people who don't know, just like if you've played ping pong or you've played tennis before, it's just like that, except it's like really good exercise and it's it's fun. I like yeah. it. It's, it's like getting, a... And it's buy stock in it now because it's, it's going to be even more popular in like five years from now. Mm-hmm. Courts being built everywhere. Yeah, they're like uh, smaller size tennis courts, but you use a wiffle ball and... Like an oversized, beefed-up ping-pong paddle mm-hmm. is the best way I can describe mm-hmm. it. Uh, so, but you're like, oh, it's just a wiffle ball. Man, that shit gets intense. Mm-hmm. Like the pickleball courts can get serious. Definitely. So it's just It's risky. Make sure yeah. you warm up. Just make sure you warm up properly. Mm-hmm. Quick cuts and movements. Mm-hmm. I've hurt myself. I've seen worse injuries on the pickleball court. You just... Yeah, warm up. That's why we prepare every day and work out. 100%. Stretch. That's why we 100%. do it. Uh, yeah, so that's going on. And then business updates. Um, I've been making some enhancements to my website, Uh adding in some new pages. I added in a resource library page to my okay. website. Um, so now that I'm on TikTok and I've been creating short one-minute videos on uh, career tips, resume writing tips, LinkedIn profile tips, interview prep, short packageable little videos i've Mm. embedded those tiktok videos into my website so now that if you're someone who doesn't have tiktok if you're not trying to go through the app or if you want like an organized categorical page in a website um, that has these like mini videos on tips that is there now i'm excited about that um and then with that are you like uh do you have a separate folder for different topics yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you like go to that resource tab and then there's a folder of these types of videos, these yep, types. Yep. Okay. And that's how yeah. I organize it on the back end too. Like I use Google Drive like a mofo. Like yeah. I have like a full, like a content folder, but I have like sectioned off into interview prep videos. Here's one for resume tip videos. Mm-hmm. And here's one for um, like career change, like finding your purpose in your career and then LinkedIn. So I have like yeah. four or five categories right now. So that, like if I'm creating content on a day, like I, I know like, where I'm low at or if I need to create more videos over here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to just stay consistent with it. And um, yeah, I'm going to start in court. Like the videos that I've been doing now, they've been kind of like face on traditional, like instructional educational videos, but I want to mix in some fun with some of my videos. And yeah. um, I think you're going to start seeing some more golf trick shots and basketball trick shots intermixed with Uh-oh. the resume tips and all that stuff. So having some fun with it and, um, re- really been enjoying creating content for that. It's, it's therapeutic knowing that this is content that someone is going to save on their phone. Mm-hmm. Even if I get one save on a video, like mm-hmm. knowing that someone like took something I said and, and is using it, like for sure, that's all that I need to know. Like the rest of it will fall into place in the future. And yeah, so that, that's what I'm doing with the, with the uh, website and trying to integrate that there, but, um, also building out, um, a new page with like downloadable products. So cool. I use Squarespace for my website. I yep. realized that my plan will renew on the 26th. So once that renews, I'm getting the e-commerce uh, package so that I can start putting stuff on there nice. and selling to the website. Like programs and things. And yeah. So books. my idea is like, I'm going to give so much free value to mm-hmm. my clients, whoever visits my pages. Like 
so much free stuff you can take. Um, give that for free, and then I'll have some stuff that um, that I'll charge for. And yeah, it's it's good, man. Nice. Enjoying creating that, and um, so that's what's going on there. And then I'm also in the process of creating like an organized, systematic business plan. Okay. Um, I, so there's something called Score S C O R E dot okay. org. They supply like a free business mentor. Um, I had a meeting with a couple guys from Score like a couple weeks ago. No, like a month and a half ago, but more than a month. Um, and they gave me an assignment to. I have all this stuff, business ideas for my business. Mm-hmm. I've been organized in OneNote. It's it's organized, but it's not organized. It's, I don't really have like a formal end to end updated right. business plan of what I want to do in the next five years. And yeah. I think that's an issue. So I've been developing that and kind of piecing some things together. And um, yeah, a lot of exciting things going on. I'm enjoying helping the clients I've been helping and um, continuing to, to hone my craft and, and enjoy the process. Cause like yeah. there's so many things that I want right now that I can't have right now. But um, I, in the meantime, I'm enjoying everything that's going on behind the scenes to prepare me for whatever moment when it comes. So mm. um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. That's business is going well. That's awesome, dude. And, and I feel like, cause I've been watching your TikToks, and like you're getting, you just started doing them, but I feel like you have good engagement and a good number of likes already for, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. pretty quick. Yeah, just trying to help and you, you, your guidance with with me because you've been on it for a while now, and you had the call with uh, Jose, and Jose, he, yeah. he 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 gave you insights, and um, I think the biggest thing you guys were talking about was the hook, like what, like because mm-hmm. people are scrolling through everything, like attention, like how can you get people's attention and help them. And I'm actually going to get in when we get into book talk later in the episode, I actually, I pulled something from a book, um, from John Medina on like brain, like how our brains work and attention. Yeah. So I'll get into that later, but yeah, yeah it's going, I appreciate your help and, and Dude, getting me course. on TikTok and I'm enjoying it. Like I'm, I yeah. really am. Like I love create, like it's amazing. Like once you learn how to like do the extra stuff, like edit the videos and have a process for getting it from your, your mouth onto the the social media and you have a process now and you learn how to do it it Mm -hmm. makes everything so much easier like the content will come like you just just let the camera roll and just Mm -hmm. start talking and i prepare but at the same time like it's amazing how sometimes you think of things in the moment and it's good to have it like on video and you can always like edit it later so for sure yeah and you can reuse it you can turn that into a blog too Mm -hmm. like you can use it four or five different ways uh who who said that was that scott 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 mounts yeah Yeah, use one piece of content four or five different ways. Um, but I like that you're, you know, I don't have a formal business plan either. Uh-huh. But I like that you're getting it like in a system. I just watched a video from Rob Deerdeck where he talked about clarity will bring you happiness. Mm-hmm. And of course, he's always like into business and, and personal. But with business, like when your plan is clear, it's laid out. Mm-hmm. You have timelines. Like I do better with deadlines. Mm-hmm. If I don't have a deadline for something, I'll yeah, you know, just waste time. Yeah. But uh, when it's like, okay, this is my plan for this is due next week. This is due in two months. This is due. You know, this is our event in six months. So let's mm-hmm. go backwards. Or oh, I want this much money a month by this time. All right. Yeah. You know, not to Gary Vee it, but reverse engineer it. But yeah. When it's clear, like it's, oh, I am very clear on what's going on. Yeah. Then, you know, things will, you'll deviate here and there, but you have a clear path. So it's, oh, that's less stress. 
you're happier about it. You know which direction you're going, which is fulfilling. So you're happy about that. You know what you're doing and what needs to get done. Yep. You're not just shooting in the dark and, and guessing left and right like, oh, what next? And it's right. like, you're not aimless. Yep. Like you're pointed yep. and clear. And so his point, like that will help bring bring happiness. For sure. So And, I, and everything you said there, all the above, and then going along with that, like accountability, like self-accountability, like... It's obviously good to have a coach or a mentor in your corner that is is meeting with you and, and making sure you're on track. But having your own plan is good in case those times you deviate. You have something to check back on um, and keep yourself on track. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, so good, man. Glad business is, is going well. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Do you have any business updates for us? Yes, yeah, updates. Um, I was going to do some uh, – I'll do a little RLEs – uh, real quick, just yeah, new okay. things going good, on. Good. Um, so I was with, um, I did 12 weeks with a relationship coach, actually. Mm-hmm. And that could be, you know, significant other or like even friends, business, all types of just relationship coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name was Autumn. I hope I don't butcher her last name. Whirly? Whirl? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she's she's in the Indianapolis area. She was great. We would meet once a week. So I had 12 sessions, 12 sessions um, and had, you know, different things I can do to improve my communication, understanding, you know, why communicate a different way or certain tendencies I have, Mm -hmm. like, you know, you got to be ready for some of the deeper work. Like Mm -hmm. it gets uncomfortable. Um, but it was good. Like I'm always trying to improve like my art of communication, Mm -hmm. um, and just being better with people in a, in business, outside of business, you know, personal, intimate relationships, all that good stuff. So recently finished with that, uh, very, very helpful. So if, if it sounds like something you're into, um, hit me up. I'll get you in touch. But man, other than that, I keep seeing, you've probably seen it on social media, this like quiet quitting. Quiet quitting. Have you been reading about that? So no. it's like, it's related to like the <clears throat> corporate world and it's geared around burnout, which yeah, we, we can all experience burnout. Mm-hmm. not saying we don't. But it's more like saying yes to doing less and no to more at work, which I also understand. Okay. But I feel like it's kind of opening the door to be lazy at work. Mm. Like, yeah, we all get tired. We all get burned out. But you also know the role you're in. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what you signed up for, I hope. Yeah. And yeah, we can ask people, hey, I just have too much on my plate. If you mm-hmm. really do, then yeah, do what you need to do. But I hope this doesn't open the door. Quiet to, quitting. Yeah. Where did you see this? It's it's all over, dude. I've literally never seen it. It's all over. Um, I mean, big time publications like New York Times and things oh, like I don't, that. And like, I think, publications. Um, I don't really read publications. Yeah. Where um, at? Would it be on LinkedIn? Too? It's probably on the Wall Street Journal, I think it was too. Okay. You'll see it on LinkedIn. You'll see it on Instagram. It's Gotcha. Did I'm you like, see? Did you hear about that Wall Street Journal piece they put about Elon? They're like making uh, no. up, making up some. Rogan talked about it on his podcast. Never mind. I need to get the specifics. No. Okay. Keep going. But back off our boy Elon. Yeah, he's the hero we need. All those they're just trying to get. They're just trying to get clicks. They're just they're, they're looking to get yeah, their views it's all up. Clickbait. So um, quiet quitting. Yeah. So okay. and, and like like I said, I well, if it's not your, I mean, we have burnout. But you if also it's not yours, it's, if it's not your baby, like it's probably easy yeah, to do that. Like, yeah, it's, true, true. There's no quiet quitting on your own. But business. I just hope it doesn't open the door to laziness. I hope not either. There's a difference. Yeah. Like burnout and like um, 
Yeah, I guess I'm burned out too. I don't. I don't I'm gonna do less. Or having like, a you got to do your job. Yeah, it's having a system though of like perform like a performance management system. Like, what does success look like? What mm-hmm. and like having that pushing yourself to goals that are meaningful and successful and yeah. have a track have a, uh, a fast track to get that mm-hmm. achieve and achieve. But then and then throughout that mix in the work life balance. The yeah yeah. And it's like, because you can accomplish a goal in 10 hours instead of 20 hours, ideally, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And I guess it's, it can also like look at what is expected. What are the expectations of your job performance at work? Mm -hmm. Okay. Like you still have to answer to somebody, it's just the way it is. But are you doing so much more than that? And if so, is it voluntary or forced? Mm -hmm. Like what, what's really happening within that um, to, to understand burnout? Yeah. But, I just thought it was interesting. That is. Um, only other thing, I started Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu okay. this week. I, I'm, I've only been a couple times, but I love it. Dude. What was your motivation for starting it? So I've always been intrigued by having some sort of self-defense mm-hmm. or martial art in my tool belt. Mm-hmm. Like I, yes, I like to shoot guns. I shoot guns a lot. Anyone can pull a trigger. I wanted one for self-defense, and two just. A different skill and I'm very very fascinated by mm-hmm. it. I, I think it's you know yeah I listen to a lot of Rogan you hear him talk about it but the world's kind of crazy right now so mm-hmm. yeah I wanted to be able to really handle myself and I just I like a different physical challenge mm-hmm. like you know I, I enjoy CrossFit because there are things I can't do so then I'm like oh I want my body to be able to do everything I ask it to do mm-hmm. but I never had a self-defense thing and it's something I want my kids to get into. Um, doesn't have to be jujitsu, but I don't know. It just you build a confidence within high pressure situations. You learn, learn how to think when your back is literally to the ground. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get comfortable with violence. Mm-hmm. Just hopefully, it's one of those. You'd rather be a warrior in a garden than a gardener who has to go to war. Okay. Rather have the skill and never have to use it. I think I know who I'm bringing out to the bars with me next time. Not I. <laughs> I don't know shit about it yet. Man. I just started, right now, just started. You'll um, learn quick, I'm sure. I I think so. I'm just I'm a quick learner with things, but especially with movement, I'm a good mover. Mm-hmm. So and uh, I think I'm I'm very coachable. Mm-hmm. I'm a very coachable individual. So you know, I will ask questions. I'll listen and not fucking off. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, my buddy Rob um, got me into it. Uh, he's a first responder. He he goes and he's like, "Hey man, you should come." And so I'm like, "I've been wanting to do something." So, yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably be signing up at the gym. And yeah, it's called Chap Chaplin Champlin C H A M P O N Jiu Jitsu Academy off of uh, like 71st and Benford ish. So did you did you mention how long it was that you're gonna be doing? Is it like a tr- is it like a well, I did certain like week a, lesson? I get a free week. Free week. But then um, I'm is trying it like a to monthly go, type of thing where you pay. Uh, monthly payments. Yeah. Okay. It's a yeah. like a membership. Mm-hmm. Okay. For sure. For sure. And then gotcha. there's a couple classes a week where it's for true beginners. So that's kind of where I'm starting. Uh, but man, it's it was so cool. Damn. I, I liked it a lot. Kind of want to try. Yeah, I liked it a whole lot. Um, Being able to defend yourself is is, is good. We talk about huge, we we talk man. really about path, having your path like like knowing a course of action knowing how to defend yourself if unforeseen things come up mm-hmm. is comforting. Mm-hmm. And so. just, yeah, it's, it's a confidence. And that's yeah. like Rogan's Com- point yeah. is 
you know, if bullies got into a martial art, they'd be more confident. They'd probably be less bullying if more people knew self-defense. Right. And so it's just, I don't know. I want to be just a well-rounded asset to myself and others. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, and it's just, yeah, it was fun. I was thinking about Krav Maga and because I know another buddy that trains that and my friend Rob, he was like, you know, we can always get hand to hand. He goes, but what fight doesn't eventually lead to the ground? Mm-hmm. It was unless someone like gets a one-time knockout, but most fights you end up on the ground. Mm-hmm. And if you're pinned on your back, you got to know how to get up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just very fascinating. I yeah, I love it already. Already. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. other than that, uh, updates, career tips. Uh, moved into a new new gym. Yep. Had to move office spaces. Um, Where look, can people find you? What's the name of the gym? So it's called CrossFit Lupos, L-U-P-O-S. Okay. About 104th and Olio uh, nice. in the uh, Indianapolis area. Oh, Fisher's guys. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good um, area over yeah, there. Yeah, nice, nice area. But yeah, still love TWR. That's down on 96th and, and 37 or Benford, whatever you want to call it. It's all kind of turns into the same. Uh, they just, you know. Everyone needed more space. Kind of ran out of room. Yeah, and so great group over there. Oh, phenomenal! Enjoyed doing pod multiple podcast interviews over there, and yep. everyone there is, is great people. Yeah, Monica we going, and Kyle love them all. Yep, mm-hmm. they do a bang up job. So you know, if you're looking for a gym down there, that's that's the joint. Mm-hmm. So yeah, great programming too. The programming is is incredible, and Kyle does that himself. He's our head coach, or their head coach. Yeah, um, but yeah, just you know, like I said, business needs change and. You know, so we didn't renew lease terms, and I just had to find a new spot. Yeah. So, and you did. Yeah, found found one. Atta boy. Just because I, I train people too, so I kind of needed one one place to do everything. So that's where I'm working out more mm-hmm. now as well. But yeah, you know, it just needs change, and and we adapt. So. Yeah. But new, new owner Chris, uh, he's great too. So been very accommodating. Everyone's super nice already that I've been meeting. So great spot up there as well. Um, and then the other thing, I've been building my email list because mm-hmm. I've, I've been neglecting that. So I got my MailChimp. I'm building my email list. I think I'm probably going to send them all an email just to ask permission to put them on my email list. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to just do one piece a week. Mm-hmm. My mom's been doing one piece a week for years. Yeah. And I think that's a good starting point. Inkwell. Yep. Inkwellhealthylifestyles.com. Yep. Plug it. And, um, but... You know, I keep seeing people that have quote unquote unquote made it in business that I follow on platforms. They're so bullish on, you know, what if social media dies? Mm -hmm. Then what? And you don't have an email listing for all of your your entire audience. Yeah. So then what? So I was like, dang. And email marketing is still still one of the top leaders in getting more revenue. Yeah. So I've been building that email list. Of people that I think would give me the okay to put them on um, one a week. You know, I will do general things, but now I'm trying to really build my specific audience of performance people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm reaching out to combat fighters. I'm very interested by combat sport. Um, one of the coaches I look up to a lot, Andy Galpin. He is Dr. Andy Galpin. He's in combat uh, sport. He has Muay Thai fighters. Um, UFC fighter, so I don't know. I'm just I'm very fascinated by that golf. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk enough. I've been into golf a lot lately with performance, so I'm starting to really 
try to attract the audience that I'm wanting to market myself good. to. Good. Yeah. Building a Facebook group, trying to get people that are tailored to that. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's really what I want to get into is, is Dude, high level performance. I like the Facebook groups cause mm-hmm. that's, that's another content Avenue. Yeah. Someone asks a question on the Facebook group, you answer it. Mm-hmm. Screenshot. Hundred percent. That's a tweet. That's a post. That's you can re-engineer that to a talking point, a podcast, or a TikTok. Like, dude. Yep. It's great. So Facebook groups, man. LinkedIn groups. That is the future. If you're trying to gain attention in a niche, like, go there. Groups are still huge. Yep. Yep. So, and and that's coming from you know I'm doing the business uh, coaching and mentorship with NCI and BCI, the people that I do my nutrition certs with, doing more continued ed with them as well, but. You know, there, you know, we have a certain checklist and, and part of that is building a Facebook group mm-hmm. of your ideal client avatar, your mm-hmm. ICA. So it's a lot going on. Um, you know, moving the business, get a cussing, getting accustomed to a new You're location. Cussing? Damn, dude. I know I know you dude, like to cuss. But... I, I wash my fucking mouth. Okay. Um <laughs> but it's uh yeah, it's a lot, but good transition I'm, to I'm, the new location. Good it sounds like. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Good transitions, hitting the TikToks more, just trying to good. see what works, what doesn't. I need a little more character mm-hmm. to my Same. videos. We, we all, we can all yeah. be a little more loose. I watch right? it. I watched one I did the other day. I'm like, man, that's dull. <laughs> and it's just monotone. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a I've very, had some like that where I'm, I'm a like playful, charismatic dude. Yeah. Like give them the juice. Yeah. But you're, you're like, but you take your works very seriously. Like you're very deliberate yeah. with everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, yeah, but you're all, but you're also pat you're also passionate about it. So let that passion shine through in the way you talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta get gotta get a little revved yeah. up before my next video. I am literally like I'm so <laughs> I'm so happy you're saying because I thought the same. Thing. I was like, man, like smile yeah. a little bit, T. Come on, yeah, <laughs> come on, come on, Lee. All right, all right. Uh, you want anything else? Uh, no, I think I'm ready to head into career tips. Okay, yeah, let's get into some tips here. Yeah, I hear a lot of uh, my clients who I talk with ask me, hey. When I'm in an interview and someone asks me why I left a job, like, what's a professional way of answering that? It's a good um, question. It's a great question because we like everyone leaves a job for a different reason, and it's the most important thing to tap into is what was your motivation for leaving, and be forward looking. What are you trying to achieve out of your future role? Be more forward looking. Yeah. Um, and we talked about last episode on how to leave a job professionally, but. Um, one thing you can say is there were no more growth or development opportunities at my company, um, which is natural. That's a good thing to say. And if you're going to go that route, be clear and define what your ideal next role looks like. Like what, what do you want to grow and develop into? Like what is growth and development look like for your career? Do you want to manage a bigger team? Do you want to work more with cross-functional departments? Do you want to develop a different type of skill more because you have the opportunity to develop. So okay, that's the first thing. And then the, the other thing is like searching for a new challenge. Like that's a great way to say like, Hey, like I talk with a lot of people who they reach a ceiling in their role where they've solved enough problems and there aren't enough. The role doesn't challenge them enough. It doesn't push them. It doesn't push them outside their comfort zone. So if that's the case, mm-hmm. explain what types of problems you like solving. Like what are the types of problems you're good at solving? What's your problem solving style? And if and you're in the interview, like give a story about a time you solved a problem, a specific problem, and how you want to solve that in that role that you're interviewing for. So yeah. that's the other thing. And then the third thing is like maybe you just want a career change. Maybe you just want to do something different. I speak with people every single day who 
they they've been leaning into that itch they want to go a different direction and people make career changes all the time um, if that's the case explain your motivation for your career change and um, i think the biggest thing here is appeal to the emotions of the interviewer um, what's the deeper meaning behind your career change like do you want to have a more fulfilling lifestyle like do you want to help more people like do you want to join a company culture and build meaningful relationships like anything about relationships or helping people I think is a good place to start when your motivation for your career change. And I mean, that's how you're successful and that's how you make a living for your family is you, you solve problems for people. So yeah, what types of problems you want to solve? And it kind of all ties in together. So yeah, um, there were no more growth or development opportunities. You're searching for a new challenge. You want to be challenged or you're just looking for a career change. There's multiple ways you can answer that question. Um, why did you leave this job in a professional yeah. way? So yeah, that's great question and, and great answers. With your first one, there are no more uh, growth or development opportunities. Uh, how in-depth should um, an interviewee be prepared to go? Do you think an interviewer will ask for deeper detail? Oh, mm -hmm. there was nowhere else for you to go in that yeah. company? How, how deep... Should uh, should someone mm -hmm. be prepared to go with that answer? Yeah, that's a great question. And let's rewind a little bit. And if you're in a position where you're in a current position where you don't think there's growth or development opportunities, if that's the case, initiate the conversation with your manager, whoever you report to. Ask the company, like, hey, what is what do you see as a future for me at this company? Like, like mm -hmm. what, like, what, what do you think is the next level for me? What can I do to make it to the next level? If their answer doesn't satisfy you, if their answer and if they continue to answer that and not deliver on their promises, like that's the best way to really determine if there is growth and development opportunities. Got it. So leverage that when you fast forward to the interview and be like, hey, like I had a conversation with my company. I determined through conversations that there weren't development opportunities with the way I would would like. Here's how I want to develop within a company. Here's why I think I can develop within a company okay. and then explain. So that's one of the things, and I'll talk about that in, in the hook, when I talk about the hook in the book talk mm -hmm. later, this episode is like, yeah, like you want to explain what happened in the past, but your answers and the way you communicate and the way you influence people, it should be time bound. It should be forward looking. So every, every answer that you give in an interview, like you should somehow twist it into, this is how I want to apply it at your company. This is how yeah. I want to apply this going forward. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's a good question. Love you don't it. have to get too specific okay. with that to answer your question. Just say, I initiated a conversation with them. I determined that there weren't growth and development opportunities. Here's what I want to go after. Awesome. So awesome. Yeah, I'm just I never know how deep someone's or how hard someone's gonna press. Yeah, and you never. And the important thing is there. You never want to talk bad about a previous employer. Correct. There are Correct. like diplomatic ways that you can say like it just didn't work out. You don't have to go into specifics as to like fights you got in with your boss or no, anything like no, that. Yeah. Like, or be like, this company sucks. Like, just be like, it wasn't a good fit. Yeah, That's the best way change. to, yeah. Like, it wasn't a good fit. Yeah. Save, like, show respect. Yeah. Cause yeah. that company will be like, if you're gonna talk bad about that company, if we hire you and you leave this company, who uh, you might do the same. 100%. So, yeah. It's all about your brand. Yeah. You never wanna burn a bridge, even if you're just, you say, oh, I know I'll never have to, no. Just yeah. there's no benefit to burning it. Right. And maybe none to not burning it, but there won't be, you know, a negative side to mm -hmm. keeping alive. So yep. yeah, just keeping all those relationships 
on an even keel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, awesome, awesome stuff. Yeah, that's those are great answers. Yeah, put it on on the work. Hey, the work kind of changed. I want to do mm-hmm. this problem solving. I like this type of challenge. Put it on the the tangible things and make it. Oh, this is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. It is different, and I want this. Yep, that's exactly right. So, awesome, awesome, good. Um, my tips today. Gotta go sport mode here. Uh, I wanted to get into some nutrient timing, but Sam, all like. Oh, jujitsu, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, since you know, combat fighting, like I said, is something that um, I would like to get into performance-wise with with clients. And I had a we had a sales call with our mentors and stuff, and they were emphasizing how specific you need to get to your like, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, it can't be oh, I just want to make some more money. Like. Oh, I want to help some people. No, put names and faces to your goals. Mm-hmm. And so I'm still working on that. But I've, I've realized part of why I'm doing what I want to do is because I want to travel with my athletes to their performances. Mm-hmm. Like I want to travel the country, maybe even the world to go to a fight, to a bodybuilding stage, to whatever the performance is. You know, you get on tour. Mm. Like <laughs> swing and stick. Hey man, you can play golf yeah. until you're in the casket. So yeah. you never know what tour you might get on. You know, just I've realized I really want that, but going to performances mm-hmm. that I'm fascinated by. I love to work with water sport athletes and go to those things from surfing to wakeboarding to like, I just love that world. Mm-hmm. Snowboarding. If I ever coached an X games athlete, Oh, I'd lose my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, any extreme sports athletes, I'll give you a few months free. Let's test it out. Let's mm-hmm. date a little bit. Uh, yeah, let's get to work. But um, wow, little tangent, nutrient timing, but with combat sports specific. Yeah, no, that's yeah. a good application of it. Because I think their timing matters a lot more than your and I's post-workout nutrition timing. So mm-hmm. I'll get specific with post-workout nutrition. We've heard the anabolic window like, oh, you have 30 minutes to get your shake or your meal. No, you don't. You have like all day. Because the average person, if you're working out once a day, then you're not going to go catabolic. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not going to like start losing muscle if you don't get your shake in within 30 minutes of finishing your workout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to happen. Uh, peak, I think the muscle building signal peaks between 48 to 72 hours. So you work, you know, you do a full body or you work chest, whatever, that muscle building signal is still going through your body and muscle tissue the next 48 hours. So oh, that's damn. why a lot okay. of people are bullish on full body workouts, which I'm also a big fan of because, you know, if you do chest on Monday, oh, chest, Monday is chest day and you don't do chest again till the next Monday. What just happened Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Like you're not working that muscle Dude, more than weird. once a week. Now a lot of bodybuilders get away with it. Good genetics, maybe or maybe not. They have yeah. anabolic steroids. That's a good point. Um, so, you know, you need to keep that muscle building signal. Going. I like the full body workout. Yeah, I used to great. not. I used to not. I think it's been effective. They're great, and yeah. and it fires your nervous system a little harder too. So, um, that timing you can have an hour later, two hours later. Uh, I just saw a video, Ben Greenfield is even promoting waiting an hour or two before you have your shake after your workout. 
mm. and letting your body respond to the information and stress it just went under, letting it properly respond. So, I mean, mm. it can go both ways, depending on the goal, depending who you are and what you're going to do. Yeah. But combat fighters, they'll train three, four times in a day. So maybe they'll weight lift it. You know, I'm just throwing hypotheticals. Say they lift in the morning, then around lunchtime, they're going to do a boxing skill. And then maybe at night they're going to spar or they're going to do a different skill. So for them, timing matters. Mm -hmm. They need that high calorie shake, mostly proteins and carbs as soon as they're done. Yeah. Like once they're, they're finished, they calm down a little bit, they can stomach something. They need that shake right away because they need to recover as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, to get ready for their next two or however many workouts they have that day. They need to be recovered and feel good so they can put in a good, strong effort and maximize their skill in that next session. Yeah. So, and that's where you, that's, that's where you're going to come into complain, come into play and I'm consult these people. all day, baby. No, no, you're going to consult these. Like a lot of people don't know that timing aspect and like having someone in their corner that, that can coach them on the mm-hmm. times on when to eat and how to mix that with your workout and how that will transition to performance that week or that next day. Like that's going to be so valuable. So mm-hmm. like yeah. that, if I do a CrossFit competition where we have three, four five events in a day, yes, my timing mm-hmm. matters. Now it's hard for me to even put down a shake on those days. That's where I'll utilize, you know, the least healthy options of, I'll have candy. Maybe I'll do Mike and Ike's or, or something mm. that I, I can stomach. I'll do RX bars, things like that a little bit, but a lot of fluids, mm-hmm. a lot of fluids. But yeah, so if you're doing multiple sessions in a day, workouts in a day, your timing really does matter. Mm-hmm. But if you're just, you know, your typical once a day or it, it really, you can wait. You're not going to go catabolic. You won't start losing muscle, but work that muscle in the next 48 to 72 hours. Keep mm-hmm. that muscle building signal going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, that's good. Yeah, so yeah, nutrient timing, it, it depends. Does it matter? It depends who you are, what your goal is. Okay, I so, like that. Thank you for sharing. Oh, yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah. You're just being naturally curious, Tim. Good content. Naturally curious. Uh, all right, let's get down and nerdy with it. Take us there, Tim. Okay. On today's book talk, I'm talking about uh, Brain Rules by John Medina who is a developmental molecular biologist and research consultant. So he's also like a professor of bioengineering at the University of Washington School of Medicine. So this book... Pretty smart guy. Yeah, um, I think he knows a thing or no two. No slouch here. Yeah, so his book, it, ta- it talks about our brains and like how they're wired, um, why exercise is good for memory, um, different stuff like that. And he talks, there's a, there's a chapter about attention and like what our brains are graduated towards like how how things gain our attention and what happens in our brain Mm -hmm. and he talks about the hook like what about a hook gets our attention uh with our brain and he talks about the three things that go into this hook three things that go into a hook to get people's attention and this could apply to salespeople trying to sell something this could apply to someone sending an email to get someone to respond to them this could Mm -hmm. be so you and I creating content for our TikTok, the hook. Um, Peak their interest. Yeah, and it talks about three things. It talks about the hook needs to trigger an emotion, whether it's happiness, um, it could be fear even, it could be um, gratitude, it could be laughter. Like It needs to spark some type of emotion, your hook. Mm. The hook needs to be relevant. It needs to be something that you're interested in, something that 
it needs to solve a problem for you. It needs to be relevant towards your world. And then lastly, it needs to be time bound. The, the, um, the hook needs to be time bound. So like future oriented, like because you listen to this, because there's something that is going to happen in a positive manner in the future for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So those are the three things that, that made sense to me. Like needs a trigger, the hook needs to trigger an emotion. It needs to be relevant and solve a problem for me. And something needs to happen soon or something needs to happen in the future as a positive result. So yeah. that's good. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, we've talked about that with, with Jose is you have to capture, you have to make them stop scrolling, mm-hmm. make them watch and engage right off the bat. Do you have, um, from any of your most recent content, any hooks that really stand out to you mm-hmm. where you thought, oh, that was a good hook? Do you have any you could give us? Yeah. Um, I would say, so how I, I kind of have like a hook that is common with all my videos. I think it's good to have consistency like with all your hooks because obviously I have different content categories, but mm-hmm. my, the emotion piece of it for me in the hook is like, someone's happiness and fulfillment in their career. That's someone working a job that's paying them what they're worth. That's someone that's working a job that gives them the work-life balance. That's the emotion, like the, the positive feelings that yeah. come from that. That's the emotion I bring. And then the relevancy is like, like resume writing tips. You need a resume to get a job. Career development, you need a vision to have a positive career. Uh, LinkedIn, like you need to have a LinkedIn presence, an online presence to get jobs in an online mm-hmm. digital world where jobs are posted. Personal growth, like everyone wants to be a good person. So like, yeah. uh, those are like the the relevancies. Then obviously, um, the hooks I say is like, here is four, here's four things you can do in your resume to land more jobs. So land more jobs. That's yeah. the forward looking time bound. Like someone wants to land a job. Right. So I think with me, like I've been getting good engagement on all of them, but I've noticed that the ones that maybe are doing a little bit better, like it's a unique thing. It's a, it's solving a unique problem for someone and mm-hmm. it's explaining it all in the caption, like turning a job rejection into a job offer. I, yeah. that is a good hook that like, oh wow, like I never thought about turning a job rejection to a job offer. Here's how you do it. Like when you get yeah. the job rejection, seek feedback as to why you didn't get it, go work on that skill, follow up with them on future opportunities. That's yeah. how you turn it into a job Huge. offer. So, Huge. Yeah, I Love would just it, say man. those three things. Love it. Love mm-hmm. it, yeah. Yeah, I've been loving your content, dude. It's, it's good stuff. I Thank like you. it. And yeah, I'm not applying for jobs, but I still, like that's interesting to me. Yeah. Rejection to an offer. I I think that's just, that fascinates me. Yeah. And I think as I progress, like I'm going to do more wide ranging content too. That's going to be going for like everybody. Like Mm -hmm. I want to hit on the personal development piece, like communication skills, how to present, how to present ideas to people like that anybody can go for. So yeah, I'm excited for what's to come. Yeah. You're giving people a lot of power back Mm -hmm. what you're doing. Um, So what about you? I'm getting into Man Uncivilized by Traver... Bohm? I'm going to go with Bohm. Uh, B-O-E-H-M. And this is a book that Autumn actually gave me my relationship coach. Mm-hmm. I was talking about uh, the start of the show. And I haven't finished it yet, but I, I do enjoy it. And this section I want to get into is about being your brother's keeper. And sure. you know, yes, this book is geared towards men. I think women can also kind of take the same principle and apply it to the girls. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> but be your brother's keeper. Like, who, who's got your back? And it's like, oh, yeah, I would die for this person. Like, do you really have that many of those? Y- you know, like where you or someone else outside of family, 
would mutually push the other one out of the way of a bullet. Like, would, mm-hmm. like how many of those would you actually give your life for? And then, then really sit with that. And I'm kind of getting extreme, but you know, who can you call at two in the morning if you're in trouble? You know, who would actually bail you out uh, and, and just listen to your side of things? Who is going to take care of you? Who's going to help you move furniture when you're changing where you live? Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. Like you did for me. Oh, I'm not even trying to put myself out there like that. But yeah, Comes up in I my did. mind. Yeah, this guy, this guy helped me move a I couch did. when I was moving out of an apartment on I short did. notice. He lives this. Keep going. I did. I basically put it over my head and, and lunged with it. <laughs> he didn't even need my help. About 40 no, yards. Just took it himself. overhead. Huge couch. Seats four. No big deal. Um, <laughs> Leather. Hit me up for training. Yeah. But uh, Traver is talking about how you need men in your life to lift you up, dust you off, and then hold you to the standard you've set for yourself. Mm-hmm. You need people that will give you boot and ass when you need it, praise when you've earned it. Mm-hmm. And in an ear when you need to talk to someone about anything. A hundred percent. Yep. Absolutely. Do nothing. Just give them your ear. A hundred percent. And so if you really think about your, you know, oh, my circle, like who's really got you? Yeah. Who's going to house you? Like I have people that have housed me for a year, year and a half, like because they saw I was in a bind. Mm-hmm. Those people looked out. Yeah. Like people I can go to, like you, you and I can call each other at two in the morning. Mm-hmm. You might have to call me a couple times. Like, yeah, you can have a might freight asleep, train go through my you, room. You can get me out. You will. I will wake up if you yeah, call. Hundred percent. So I'm just a deep sleeper. So give yeah. me a couple tries. Yeah, yeah. But throw you rocks in you your window too. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. But you know that, and I thought that was uh, just a big point in his book is be your brother's keeper. Have people that have your back that really, really got you, mm-hmm. and, and that. Those are the people that you need to spend the most time with. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Man Uncivilized by Traver Bohm. Yeah, I'm going with Bohm. Yeah, and just do it. Like, you get, it's one thing to say that you're going to be that person, but just let your actions speak for your words. Yeah. Put, put the time in. And just like any meaningful relationship, it takes time and patience to build that trust and continue to be there for that person. But it also takes one one bad situation to, to lose that trust. So Absolutely. That's why relationships are, are uh, critical. So Absolutely. Good. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. All right, everyone. Thanks for hanging with us. As always, uh, hit us up for people you want us to try to reach out to, to have on the show, topics you want us to cover. And if you could, please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. really helps us out uh, get seen, get some momentum going on the platform. So other than that, thanks again. Y'all have a great rest of your day, and we are out of here.